Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so excited to dive into today's podcast episode. If you're new here, like I said, my name is Whitney. I'm an intuitive tarot reader slash tarot coach. I am an astrologer. I do natal chart readings, two things that I'm super, super passionate about. I'm currently in the process of learning human design, so that's another service that I'll be offering soon. Once again, yeah, welcome. Thank you for joining me this week. I'm so glad to be back. I I don't even know where to start. I, I recently manifested something huge and I have this little theory that the bigger the manifestations that you're currently like calling in or bringing into your life, the bigger the lessons the universe has to show you. And for me, I I learned so, so many lessons over the last year or so to get to where I want to be now. And today's podcast is just going to be all about that. It's going to be everything that I've learned. It's about authenticity, embracing who you are, coming coming out of the broom closet, so to speak, growing through the darkness, how to shift back into alignment. So if all of that sounds good to you, I'm not going to waste too much time. Let's just dive into today's podcast episode and I'll talk about what I learned through this you know, pandemic, the quarantine, changing jobs and careers and all this other good stuff. So yeah, let's just, we'll, let's just get into it. Okay, so before I get into everything that I've learned over the last year, I just kind of want to paint a little bit of a picture of kind of what I was going through before I got to where I am now. So um, as some of you know, or maybe not know, I don't really talk about it much on this podcast, but I, I've been a barista with Starbucks for the last six years. I originally, I really loved it. I thought it was a great job. I loved the people I worked with. I loved the customers. And I still, you know, that job does still hold a special place in my heart. There was a lot of growth that happened through that job. I learned so much through having that job. And basically, it was great until it wasn't. <laughs> um, I hit a wall where about two years ago when I when I moved to Maine, I just, I knew I was meant to do something besides uh, making coffee all day. I knew that I had a greater purpose. I knew that there was just something more fulfilling out there that I needed to be doing, but I didn't know. I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't have a clear vision of what that was. And that was around the time I actually got the idea to start this podcast because I just I needed to do something that brought me joy and made me happy. And I was like, oh my God, I talk about astrology all the time. I could totally make a podcast talking about astrology. So why not just do that? And yeah. And so I I did that thinking like, oh, I'll be a podcaster and I'll make money doing this and blah, blah, blah. And then I'll leave Starbucks. But the thing they don't tell you is that, you know, having a podcast alone doesn't always bring in income or doesn't always make you money. I mean, yes, you can you can certainly make money off podcasting, but if you don't have something else that you're doing, like offering a service or a product or just have some other business, it just it doesn't really make sense. And yeah, I just I spent these two years trying to just figure out like who I am and what I want to do. And I don't know, I just felt really lost and there was a lot of pain. I had a lot of family issues I was dealing with because here I am. I've always been like this black sheep in my family, which my family is very Christian and conservative, as I've mentioned. 
And I just felt very alone. I felt scared. I felt uncertain. I didn't know what I wanted to do because I hated the job that I was at, but I needed the job because I needed to have an income. And I just, I was lacking so much clarity. And the whole process was just really painful. Like I just, I developed a lot of unhealthy habits. I was not taking care of myself. I just really sunk into this like depression and anxiety cycle because I just didn't know what the frick I what the hell I was doing like I just didn't know and I wanted to know so bad like you know I'm sure most people can relate to like I feel like there's so many people that just so badly want to know what their purpose is and what they're meant to do and I was just really struggling with not knowing and then also like hiding this part of myself like I'm I'm a witchy person like I I love crystals and candles and like you know just witchy things like herbs and you know, flowers and plants and, um, you know, I have all kinds of like witchy books around my house and, you know, I have like all this decor up and I was getting to a point where like ever, you know, whenever someone and by someone, I mean, mostly just my mom, because my mom's the only person who would come to visit me, would come visit me. I was like, you know, hiding, hiding all this stuff that, you know, I just didn't want her to see because I didn't know how she'd react. I was worried she'd judge me for it or say something. I was very, very scared to like tell my tell my family like, hey, like this is what I believe in and this is how I feel and I don't I don't resonate with where you guys are coming from. I was terrified because from a very early age I was told like that being that way is not isn't okay. It's not acceptable. So I feel like I spent years just trying to figure out how to be normal and how to fit in and still also try to sort of be myself. And just over the last two years, I just it it all sort of built up and I just realized how miserable and unhappy I was. I just realized that I couldn't I couldn't keep doing this stuff anymore. So I did a lot, a lot of work. One of the most important things, though, that I had to sort of come to terms with when I was going through all of this is that there is so much growth in darkness. So whenever you're going through a dark period in your life, just know that that is like, it's like a gestation period. It's where, it's where all the magic is happening. It's like, it's like almost like putting you in this little pressure cooker until you're ready, which I know that that's sort of a bad analogy because it makes it sound stressful and dark moments in our lives can be very stressful. But like I said, just know that if you're going through a tough time right now, if you feel like you're like just don't know the you just if you just feel like you just don't know the way out, just know that there is going to be something good on the other side of it. The universe is always seeking balance too. So like there's like I always say there's duality in everything. And so just know that whenever you're going through a dark time, you're also going to be going through a really good time. So even if you're going through a really bad season in your life right now, No matter how bad it is, just know that there is something so good waiting for you on the other side. Even if it feels like you're never going to make it out, you will get there eventually. And I'm going to help you in this episode to sort of give you some tools on how you can navigate out of those dark times because I've been there. I did it. I, I didn't know if it would ever end. It didn't feel like it would. I was miserable. And I think it all just starts with, you know, deciding and wanting to get out of it and just be patient and loving with yourself and know that, you know, the healing that takes place, the transformation, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, sometimes it can, but it for the most part, like healing is very nonlinear. Like it's it's a very up and down process. And even now that I'm in a phase or a season of my life where 
I feel like things are so good and so wonderful. Like I'm still growing and healing a lot of stuff. Like you're you're always going to be healing and grow, you know, and growing. But yeah, just know it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a process. It took me 2 years to come out of this dark place that I was in and I, I things are so good now and I know they're only going to get better from here. So just know that like there is there is that other side to it and you will make it out and you will you will be okay. So yeah, so there is growth in the darkness and just know that if you are going through a dark or stressful or just challenging period of your life right now, just remember too, like we're not meant to live this way. We're not meant to live anxious, depressed, miserable, stressed, whatever it is. We're, n- we're not meant to live that way. And here's how I know that. I mean, obviously, because like, first of all, what a terrible existence. Part of how I know that is because back when I was going through all of this crap that I was going through. I spent a lot of time in nature. I spent a lot of time on my my lot of land that Blake and I have that we're hopefully going to build a house on someday. I spent a lot of time just being outside and really trying to ground myself and to heal myself just through being in nature. And I, I'm sure I feel like someone else has probably said this before or I've heard it somewhere. Maybe, maybe or maybe not. And I, I can't if someone else did say it, I don't remember who said it, but there's like a quote or something that goes around, but I thought about this a lot when I was spending time outside and in nature. And if you look around in nature, like nothing rushes, nothing hurries, nothing, nothing's like, how do I put it? Like nothing's struggling really. I mean, yes, there are like bad things that do happen in nature and there are animals and plants and things that can struggle. That's very true. But when you're in nature, just you notice how everything is so still and like plants aren't in a hurry to grow they're just they're just growing they just are it's not it's not good it's not bad it's just everything in nature just it just is and we are we're part of nature like we are made of the same stuff that grows around us it's all it all comes from source energy like we're made of source energy nature is all source energy that's why we feel so healed and calm and relaxed when we are we are in in nature. And so just knowing that, just taking taking that moment to pause and look around and seeing that nothing in nature is in a rush or a hurry. Everything just simply is. And I just think it's so important to know that because to me that just says like I'm not meant to live a life where I'm rushed or in a hurry or dressed out because I have to be somewhere or do something or do things for other people, whatever it may be. I just I just know that's not the quality of life that I'm meant to live. I know it's not the quality of life that you are meant to live. I, I don't think people in general are meant to live in this crazy sort of rat race life that we all live in because that's the thing. We live in such a fast-paced society, especially here like in the U.S., where we're just always on the go. We're always, you know, needing stimulus. We're always like on our phones or looking at the TV or just doing something to distract ourselves. And I just think taking that moment to go in nature and to pause and reflect or even just going into meditation is huge. It is so, so crucial. So that was just one of my other points I wanted to make. Basically, just remember that if you're going through a dark time, you're not meant to live this way. You will make it out. 
and you're growing through this process. So there is going to be something positive that comes out of it because I made this post on Instagram a while back, but there was something I shared or posted that was saying like, plant a seed, the seed is in darkness, right? That's how it starts. It's in darkness and then it spreads up out of the ground and then you have a beautiful sunflower or whatever. When when someone's pregnant, you know, the baby's in the womb, it's dark in the womb. There's darkness there. And then, you know, nine months later, what do you get? A beautiful, you know, baby. And, you know, that is so, so beautiful. So keep that stuff in mind. Um, That's just something I wanted to start off with reminding you of. And then my next point is if you're going through a dark time, find a way to shift back into alignment. And I know sometimes this can be hard. It can be difficult. And I know just as people like we're not always going to be in alignment, unfortunately. I mean, you probably can get to that that stage, but just with the natural way of life and the way things go, like we're not always going to be super happy-go-lucky and, you know, high vibe all the time. You can certainly try and you can certainly do things to do that. I think it's possible, but, you know, we're humans. We have emotions. We need to feel those emotions and work, uh, work through them. So my next thing is just find a way to shift back into alignment. And one of the ways that I recommend doing this, because this is what I did when I got to the point where I was really, really fed up with feeling depressed and anxious and overwhelmed and all this other crap, seek out healers, seek out psychics, seek out light workers, energy workers, people who do Reiki. If you're going through a shitty time, like seek out those types of people that can help you. And that could even just be like a therapist, even like just traditional talk therapy, if you think that that's something that's going to help you. It doesn't have to be necessarily like a spiritual person, but just seek out healing, seek out people that can help you work through that process. For me, the biggest and best thing I ever could have done was finally deciding around my birthday this year, I booked my first ever Reiki session. I've never had Reiki done on me, booked time to go have it done. And it was amazing. It really, it took away all this like anxious energy and this like negative energy that wasn't serving me. And I gained so much clarity on what I needed to do. Suddenly, like my intuition felt so much sharper. I knew the business that I needed to go start. I knew how to quit my job. Like everything just, like the universe just showed me this pathway that I needed to take. And it's just crazy how just little things like energy work can just totally shift you into a whole different vibration and just give you so much clarity. I also had divine touch healing done, which is another sort of type of energy work. It's very new. There's only like one or two people I know who do it after and I did research on it too. So it's not super popular, but I had it done here in Augusta in Maine and it was freaking amazing. I'm still... I'm still learning things from it. I'm still unraveling layers of it and I'm definitely still healing. But getting those two things done and just moving that energy that wasn't serving me was just such a game changer. And it just it really helped me to have this new outlook and how to kind of go about my life and feel somewhat normal again and feel like, you know, my highest best version of myself where I can really show up and be authentic and just be who I need to be. You know, like I was finally able to unblock my throat chakra, which, you know, helped me to finally come like literally like sort of come out as a witch to my family and tell them like, hey, here's what I'm doing now. Here's what I love to do. If you don't like it, then oh, well, like that was kind of just how I went about it. And I had no plans to tell them any of this. It literally just flew out of my mouth. And yes, there were a lot of tough conversations, but for me and my happiness, it was so, 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 so worth it. 
But anyways, I'm getting off topic. I'll, I'll circle back to this later. But yeah, so, you know, focus on shifting back into alignment. Seek out healers, energy workers, psychics even, or, um, you know, therapists, or just anyone or someone that you think can help you just get back to being your best version of yourself. You know, tap into your highest self through healing. Move that energy that's stuck in your body somewhere else because energy is everything. And once you move that energy you know, life just gets so much better and, you know, you get this clearer sense of what you need to do. So that's one thing that I recommend. The next thing that I recommend for anyone who really wants to dive deep into shadow work or healing or just, you know, working through some negative shit that you're holding on to is, well, first meditation, daily meditation, just for 10 minutes. I've said this before on the podcast and I'm sure some people are like rolling their eyes at me. But yes, you know, get the Headspace app or go on YouTube, find a meditation that you like to do and meditate every single day just for like 10 minutes because what happens is the first step to healing is self-awareness, right? And when you meditate, you are able to, um, you'll be able to actually be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your actions. And once you have that awareness of what you're doing and what you're thinking, guess what? You have the opportunity or the chance to pause, think before you actually do or say or think something, or even if you do think something, you have that moment to take a step back and be like, is this how I want to think? Is this how I want to feel? Is this what I want to do today? And guess what? You get to choose differently. In every single moment, we have a choice and can choose to think negative things about ourselves, about other people. We can choose to lash out at people or do things that are damaging to ourselves, but we we can't begin to change that behavior until we cultivate self-awareness and mindfulness. And the key to doing that is through meditation. So I really, really highly recommend developing a daily med- meditation practice. Be kind, be gentle with yourself. It's okay if you miss a day. The best thing you can do is just forgive yourself and move on and try again the next day. But I think we all can find 10 minutes in our day to sit and be still. And eventually, too, you'll realize that, you know, when you don't meditate, you're like, oh, my God, like, I feel so out of whack. Like, I need to meditate today because that's how I am. And really, meditation was the thing that really got me started on actually healing myself and pulling myself out of this negative place that I was in because I was having daily panic attacks at work every single day. And the only thing that helped me was my 10-minute meditations. So I highly, highly recommend meditating just just to start. So that's the first thing you do, right? You cultivate that self-awareness. You try to get an idea of what's going on inside your head, what you're thinking. You learn to choose differently. The next thing you can do is journal. I was really against journaling for a long time because I'm I'm a, a talker. I always tell people like, oh, I'd rather talk about stuff. And that's how I make sense of them. But really just giving yourself the opportunity to sit down and just put all your thoughts on paper really is a great way to just gain clarity and to just see what's going on inside your head. Like I said, meditation is great for that too, but journaling is sometimes even more insightful because something I like to do is I'll write down like every negative thought that I have about myself or about my business or about, you know, something going on in my life. And then just there's something about seeing it on paper where I can stop and I can like be like, okay, so this is what I currently think. How can I flip the script? How can I change it? 
how can I make this a positive thing? And so sometimes I'll write down all the negative stuff and then I'll write down positive affirmations to counteract it or I'll write down reasons why that thought isn't true. It really all depends on what comes up for you, but journaling is just an amazing way to really get inside your head and to realize how you can change those patterns or those thoughts or those beliefs. So journaling is the next thing that I really, really recommend. The other thing that I am so, so big on, and I did a lot of this during the pandemic when everything was on lockdown, and that's called EFT. I think I've mentioned it before. EFT is freaking amazing. It stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. You can buy this book called The Tapping Solution by, I think it's Nick Ortner. I got it for like $2 on iBooks and the little iBooks app on my iPhone. It's a really, really great book that explains tapping and what it is and how you can start doing it. Basically, what it is is you tap different like points of your body while kind of focusing on whatever emotion or feeling it is that you're feeling. You can use this for anxiety. You can use it for like money issues that you have. You can use it for literally anything like physical pains or ailments in the body even. And basically the reason why I love EFT is because it gets you to feel the emotion behind your emotions and really get to the root cause of why you've been feeling the way you're feeling. You know, a few minutes ago, I mentioned I had daily panic attacks at work. And the way I got kind of got to the bottom of that was I did EFT during the pandemic because I wanted to understand it. And what it boiled down to for me was, you know, it wasn't that there was anything physically wrong with me because that's what I was worried about. Um, It turned out that, you know, I was having these panic attacks at work because at some point, on some level, there was something in my environment or something that told me that being there was not a safe place for me and that I didn't feel safe being there. And so just having that awareness and knowing that that's how I was feeling was a huge game changer because then I was able to go through and tell myself, you know, every time I went to work or started to feel a certain way, like, I'm safe. I'm okay. Like, there's nothing wrong here. I'm What's going on now isn't the same thing as what was happening earlier in my career. Like I'm safe. I'm okay. And so just knowing that was a huge game changer. So yeah, that was that was one thing that EFT uncovered for me. And like I said, I highly recommend it if you are, you know, dealing with some strong emotions or feelings or just negative patterns or behavior that you really want to shake or break or get rid of. EFT is a great place to start because it just helps you to get to the bottom of it and then you can replace those beliefs with you know, positive things, positive affirmations. You know, you're getting rid of the old programming and inserting the new programming. So yeah, it's really, really amazing. And I hope you guys decide to check it out. My last piece of advice for shifting back into alignment is to just try something new. Like, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So step outside your comfort zone. If you're if you're feeling stuck or stagnant right now, like you don't know what to do, or you just don't know, you know, what your path is, or you just don't feel good, try something new. Pick up a new hobby, learn a new skill, go somewhere different, go meet up with different people, find new people to hang out with, you know, network, like just just try something out of your comfort zone. Like even just like dancing, like I found that for me, like something I would do whenever I wasn't feeling good, like if I felt anxious or something, was I would literally just crank up the music and like dance in my kitchen. And I am a terrible, terrible dancer, mind you. But I love dancing. It is so much fun. It brings me joy. And I literally sometimes like I would just if I felt like I was in a bad mood, I would just crank up the music in my kitchen and I would dance like a freaking 
maniac. And um, it was honestly so much fun because especially during lockdown and everything, like it kind of brought me back to like, you know, going to clubs with my friends and like getting drinks and dancing and, you know, that type of atmosphere. So even though I wasn't with anyone, I still had so much fun by myself and I was able to shift some of that energy and just really feel truly joyful and happy. So um, even if it's just something weird like that, like try a new uh, workout routine or, you know, try dancing or doing something silly and uncharacteristic because you just you never know what will come out of it. What what will happen from just trying something new? You know, you might it might take you down a completely different path or a different rabbit hole or at the very least, like you'll just feel joyful and inspired and like suddenly you'll just know what you need to do and what your next phase is. So those are my tips for shifting back into alignment and really getting in touch with your true self and just working through all of the the crap and stuff that's blocking you. So another thing I wanted to mention, and this is sort of based on shifting into alignment, or it's sort of tied in with shifting into alignment because being in alignment, a lot of that is about being in touch with who you are as a person And if you don't know who you are, this can be really tough, right? Like, it can be really tough being in alignment when you're like, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I want, and I don't know where to go. And so part of knowing yourself and part of just being on that level level of yourself and trying to find your direction is being so, so clear on what your values and beliefs are and what you want. If you do not know what you want, the universe cannot bring you what it is that you want. You know, you can't just be like, yeah, I, I don't know. I want something different, but I, I don't know. Like maybe I want this or maybe I want that. When you're uncertain, it's much harder for the universe to bring you the exact thing that you want. And here's how you figure out what you want. If you don't know what you want, I'm going to tell you how to figure it out. So to figure out what you want, you need to figure out what your values and what your beliefs are. And when you know what your values and your beliefs are, then it's much, much easier to know what you want. You know, when it comes to values, it's simple. It's what do you value? What's important to you? For me, in my process, things that were valuable to me was, you know, having time to do what I want when I want. I didn't want to be working late nights or early mornings anymore. I wanted to be able to sleep and take time for myself in the morning and meditate and exercise and just, you know, eat a nice meal in the morning because I love breakfast. (laughs) And then for those of you who don't know this about me, like I'm all about breakfast in the morning and I love to eat and just like chill. And so, you know, I don't want to feel rushed. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I just want things to be easy. I want things to flow. I want to have control over what I do in my day and I don't want to be tied down to anything. I also don't want to be getting out of work at nine o'clock at night. I want to be home at three or four p.m. so I can see my boyfriend when he gets home and I can spend the night with him and we can make dinner and, you know, just hang out and watch a movie or whatever. So for me, that was stuff that I, I valued was that time and also just feeling peaceful and having time for myself. So that might look different. That might look totally different for you. You might value completely different things than what I value, but really take a moment to just write a list of things that are important to you. Maybe it's your kids or your family or maybe it's some hobby that really brings you joy that you love doing and you just don't feel like you have enough time for it. If you enjoy painting or playing a sport or going to the gym, write that down. If that's what you value, like put it on a list. The next thing that I want to talk about is your beliefs, right? So beliefs are interesting because we have limiting beliefs, which are, you know, oh, I can't do this business. I can't leave this job. I can't make this much money. 
I can't do this. I can't do that. And those are limiting beliefs. When you put a restriction on yourself, that's that's a belief that's limiting you. That's quite literally what it is. And a lot of the stuff that I previously mentioned will help you bust through those limiting beliefs. But beliefs can also be, you know, it can be your set of morals, what you believe is right and what is wrong. You know, it can be as simple as like in my case, like I was having a conversation with my boyfriend about this because my boyfriend's a Libra. He's very, very um, strong in his beliefs because like a Libra, he's very indecisive. Now, sometimes this is a bad thing, but In his case, it's actually a very good thing because he takes a lot of time to really study issues and really learn the facts about things. And once he learns enough about something, he's able to make a very logical and set decision. And so because he makes these set decisions, he is so strong in his beliefs. He has this really strong set of morals and ethics and just, you know, his own little code of things that he lives his life by and he he's so strong in his beliefs and I admire the fuck out of that about him. And so I hit this point in my life where I was like, okay, so what are my beliefs? And I found that, you know, my personal beliefs that that my morals or ethics or whatever sort of come down to are literally as simple as, you know, I don't believe in using aggression on people. I don't believe in forcing people or hurting people in any way. My beliefs are not aligned with anything that is sexist, homophobic, or racist. It was literally as simple as that. And once I got clear on that, I was like, okay, this is what I believe in. This is like the kind of code of conduct that I can live my life by. And, you know, I'm good with that. And so sometimes your beliefs are literally can be that simple. You know, if you don't like sexism, racism, or homophobia, perfect. Like you have three beliefs right there. And that's honestly, I think a great way to just start looking at it is to just simplify it to that extent. You know, I also don't believe in, you know, hurting people unnecessarily. I don't believe in using force or aggression on people. So really take time to journal and think about that. Like think about things that you believe in and what's okay and what's not okay with you. That's also how you create boundaries because once you have a list of values and beliefs, it is so much easier to set boundaries with people and to say yes and no to things and people will have more respect for you because of that and it'll be much easier to attract the type of people and environment that you want to be with because just the way the universe works, like attracts like. So when you act a certain way based on your values and your beliefs, you'll naturally just start to attract people with the same sets of values and beliefs. And, you know, you'll just find that you're around people that you enjoy being around. And so anyways, my point is, is that once you have a clear set of values and beliefs, that's when you can start to be like, okay, what do I want? Like, that's when you start to know what you want. So like I said, for me, like my values were having time with my boyfriend. My values were sleeping, not waking up super early, not being up super late every night. I wanted flexibility in my schedule. And so Once I got clear on all of that, I was able to have those tough conversations with people. I I feel like just as a society, like we're always afraid of having difficult conversations with people and telling them how we really feel and telling them our boundaries and what's not what's okay with us and what's not okay with us. And part part I think of being able to actually do that, like yes, like we we all try to naturally avoid the discomfort of it. But something that was sort of shown to me was that when we're strong in our values and our beliefs, we are strong as people. When you don't have strong values or beliefs because you just you don't know why you think or believe in the things you do or you're not strong in the things that you value, 
you will crumble and it will be really, really hard to stand up to people and to set those boundaries and to just tell people how it is. And so once you figure out your values and beliefs, it makes it so much easier to have those tough conversations because you're going to be strong. You're going to be fortified. You're going to you're going to know why you're saying what you're saying. And basically, you'll have already thought about, you know, why you feel this way. And so it makes talking to people and having the tough conversations so much easier. You know, stop the people pleasing and accommodating. Stop squeezing yourself into spaces that you don't belong in and just embrace yourself for who you are. Like I said, just please have those tough conversations because it's, it's just so worth it. Like, let me ask you this. Are you happy with your life right now as it is by not saying what needs to be said? I'll say it again. <laughs> Are you happy with your life right now as it is by not saying anything that you know needs to be said? I'm going to guess that the answer is no. So you know what you do? You tell these people in your life whatever it is that you need to say. They may not like it. They may disagree with you. They may You may not get their approval. But guess what? When you know who you are, you don't need anyone else's approval. People are going to get mad at you. But guess what? The people who are meant to stick around in your life will stick around in your life. And the people who don't, guess what? You don't fucking want those people in your life anyways. If people don't align with your values and your beliefs, if they don't make you happy, if you don't enjoy being around them, like, who the fuck cares? Like, why would you want to please and, and accommodate them anyways? Like, you know, this is something I had to come to terms with because, like I said, I don't agree with people being racist, sexist, or homophobic. So, like, why the fuck would I want to be around people who have those beliefs and are, you know, actively damaging people? So, that's that's my, my tip for this week. That's everything that I learned through going through all this. I, like I said, I learned a lot about authenticity. You know, I really, really encourage people to start, you know, working through whatever fears you may have about being authentic with people in your life that you need to be authentic with. Work through all that crap. And if you need to go see a therapist or an energy healer, or even if you just start meditating or doing some of the things you can do on your own that I mentioned, that's great. That's amazing. I feel like, you know, you can achieve so much by being authentic and knowing who you are. And I hope this episode gave you guys a lot to think about. I hope it gave you a lot of value this week. Yeah. And if you want more great content like this, if you want more tips and tricks and, you know, whatever other little things I have up my sleeve, please, please, please go follow me on Instagram. I post a lot on Instagram. I have a lot of fun on Instagram. I post something new every single day. So yeah, please join me on Instagram. My handle currently is at space.witch.astrology. Again, don't forget the little dots. I will also link it in the show notes. I'm also on Facebook. You can find me on there. I have, but yeah, you can also find me on, on Facebook at the Space Witch Podcast. You can go like my page. I post stuff on there occasionally too, but honestly, like Instagram for me is like where it's at. So if you really want to get in touch and stay up to date with me and see what I offer and all that great stuff, please follow me on Instagram. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you got a lot of value out of it this week, please share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes and all that good stuff. Screenshot this episode, tag me in it on Instagram. I love to see that you guys are enjoying this content. And yeah, I guess the last thing I'll leave you guys with is my books are totally open for readings right now. 
So you can email me at spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com and we can set something up. I will have a website up soon, finally. So booking with me will be a little bit easier. You guys can see all of my services and what I offer. So yeah, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and hope you all have an amazing week. And don't forget, you are so much more than your sun sign. I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.